boys and girls, it's that time of the week again. Time to turn your gazes to the stars above. It's time for the Mustache Rangers, spreading truth and the glory of America to the furthest reaches of outer space. Commander Major Alistair Q. Bastidius, leader of America's greatest mission and a hero to all. First Lieutenant Rediger G. Funibaum, his loyal companion and an all-around dandy fellow. Together, they lay claim to space for the American way. They are the Mustache Rangers. This advertisement text message from my phone company tells me the Mustache Rangers are brought to you by Doc Johnson's Old Time Elixir. One spoonful in your good, two spoonfuls in your fine, just fine. Today, our fellows talk about reading. Let's listen in. You're going to want to wash the bathroom before you use it. Did you clip your hair in there? I did, yes. By yourself? Mm-hmm. That's my duty. Well, I did it myself because I didn't want to bother you. Uh, it's no bother. Well, you honestly. were reading a book, and uh, you, you were laughing while reading, and well, I didn't want to bother you. Honestly, I, I don't read novels. I just look at novels and make pictures out of the, the letters in there. So I can read. I just don't read for pleasure. Like, you can read orders mm-hmm. and um, man- manuals and things like that. And biographies. Autobiographies. Sure. But, you know, any fictionalization is just, I can't concentrate on it in the words swim around like fish in a book p- pool. That's odd. So do you ever read for pleasure? I, no, I said I don't read for pleasure. But do you do you ever read for pleasure? No, I read to learn. Is learning pleasurable for you? No. Interesting. Why do you read? I read to escape my everyday doldrums and, uh, you know, escape into a different world. Possibly a world where someone's chasing you. That sounds like something I would need as an escape from the horrible reality of existence. It is something you you need. You should read for pleasure. For pleasure. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how do I get the word fish to stop swimming? Um... That I don't know. I, I don't understand why you can read other things, but not other things. I don't. I can. I can give it a shot. I can try. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I concentrate really hard. Maybe if I know there's a problem, then I can rectify it. Well, here's the problem. Okay. You can't use the bathroom for a while unless you clean it. So why don't you borrow my book okay. and see what you can make of it? All it's right. a short. It's a short story. A short story. Mm-hmm. So is it a novella or? a... It's, uh, well, it's a, I, I don't know. I guess it's a novella. It's a grouping of short stories in oh, this book. Oh, it's a collection. It's a collection, okay. yes. All right. What's, what's the collection entitled? The collection is entitled The Dread. This seems like a poor escape from the dread of reality. No, it's, it's, the dread is synonymous. Synonymous? With, yes. <laughs> it's... That seems I, still seems like the wrong thing. Yes, I could be. It's not synonymous. Okay. It's it's a it's a metaphor. Uh, all right. It's metaphorical. The dread is actually not dread. It's um, greatness or happiness. So dread is metaphorical for happiness. So it's not like an elephant is metaphorical for dread. Metaphor. That's a weird metaphor. Is all I'm saying. I could be saying it wrong. Okay. Basically, it's a bunch of stories about. Um, is it people saying things in quotes all the time, like saying tor- terrible things, but they're like uh, being sarcastic about it? So it's actually, oh, things are so terrible. I'm so dreadful. When really they really think they're super good? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> it's really, um, 
a bunch of short stories. Okay. And they are uh, they really all have to do with uh, animals. And why wouldn't they? It's different. All right, here it is. Okay. I haven't read it. What? I haven't read it. I like to pretend that I'm smart and have read and and well cultured and things like that. But I just know it's called the Dread because it's on the title page. I thought it would have something about it on the inside flap, but that's really just about the author. So really, to do with when you're stories. sitting there pretending to read and I'm sitting there pretending to read, none mm-hmm. of us are reading. I'm not. I'm definitely not reading. Okay. I'm sleeping. Are you? Yes. Man, you're really good with your eyes flicking back and forth. Because mm-hmm. I watch you sometimes while you're reading. Well, you know when you dream, your eyes are constantly moving. It's yeah. called REM. And my eyes just do that open. That's so creepy. If you were to That's look at my creepy. eyes and see me reading slash sleeping, uh-huh. um, or sleeting, I call it, right. um, you would you would think, oh my gosh, she is just the most amazing reader. I was wondering why you never turned a page. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on the same page oh, yeah. for the entire time. Okay. But you're so caught up in your word pictures and letter pictures and fish pictures right. that you don't really see exactly what's happening. No. I think we both have a goal, and that is to try and read for pleasure. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we read to each other, maybe if we're both tied to a singular book mm-hmm. and Took we turns. both had stakes in it. Yeah. Right? The other person was depending on us for their pleasure. I think that's a great idea. Okay. So do we want to start with the dread? Because that sounds... It sounds pretty terrible. Right. It sounds depressing. And the author looks like a tool. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at... I mean, look at the book. Look at the cover. The cover? Yeah. He put his own picture on the cover. That is weird. I mean, I don't know a lot about pleasure books, but that is... Not pleasurable. No, it's it's definitely weird. I mean, if it was a more who braids their uh, who braids their beard? I really do not trust this fellow. I don't either, and that could be partly why I haven't read the dread yet. I think it's a bigger issue. But I think yeah, we're, yeah. we're moving past that. Mm-hmm. Moving okay, past that. all right. Let's pick a book from the bookshelf mm-hmm. here. We have a bookshelf, and we don't read. Isn't that odd? Pleasure. It's really weird. we've been putting on. A facade. I all think, these though, years. when we have visitors, which are few and far between, but the, when they do appear, mm-hmm. I think they they respect the bookshelf. Oh, right. We want to impress them, of right. course. Of course. It adds a little bit of uh, uh, gravitas to the room setup, I think. Right. We don't want them to say, oh, where are all your books? Or is it just that outhouse one on the coffee table? Pictures of old outhouses? Mm-hmm. That's it? No, we need a bookshelf full of books. Mm-hmm. So they can come in and say, where are all your... Oh, there they are. Right. To be honest, I just go to bookstores and ask for books that will make me look smart. They always give us blue covers with gold like writing on them. They look sort of like law books. Oh, man. I hope these aren't all law books. <laughs> we could have a collection of law books and we wouldn't even know it. So if we had a visitor over who was well-read and they said, mm, I'd like to see your library... And they just said, uh, I don't need to learn about contract law. What are all these books? I hope, that's, law. I hope that's not the case. Right. I have a feeling that we wouldn't have randomly picked out any good books. I believe that the books I've collected are all me trying to be intelligent by asking for intelligent books. And I don't think I'm going to like a book like that. I don't think so either, especially not for pleasure. Books where you learn things are boring. Right. <sighs> Let's go to a used book planet. All right. Sell some of these Assumedly law books. And then we'll pick out some books that we think we might like. Mm-hmm. Without pictures of authors on the cover. Right. 
and also the author's name can't be bigger than the title because that is just a jerky thing to do. That's really, yeah, that's obnoxious. Right. It's like, like I get it. Great. I'm not buying the book because you wrote it. I'm you buying can the write. Book. I'm buying the book because I want to read it, not because this particular person wrote it. Right, exactly. Who does that? Jerks. Right. Computer. <laughs> can you... Hold on. <laughs> oh, man. I've been puking on that, guys. My apologies. You've been puking? Puking up there. Are you doing, like, some sort of, uh... Mm-hmm. Thing where what? you clear out yeah. some old archiving or anything, something like that? Yeah, or right on. You're archiving? I'm removing archives. Ah. I'm unarchiving. Nice. I'm dragging and dropping into the trash bin. I mean, the recycling bin. I mean... The furnace. And that's what you call throwing up? The, the data, data furnace? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Putting information in the data furnace. Can is... you set a course to the used bookstore planet, please? Yep. All right. Well, good. Thank you. We're on our way, Funibaum. I don't I don't have anything clever to say. How about you? <laughs> Not really. I mm. mean, just a pretty standard, we're going to go somewhere and then yeah. better ourselves by reading. I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. That is terrible. You can't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge an elixir by the label on its bottle, and that label is Doc Johnson's all-time elixir. It's good for what ails you. Now remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the Mustache Rangers on iTunes. Follow them on Facebook or Twitter. Tell all of your friends about it and call the hotline at 612-234-2456. See you next week, boys and girls.